Welcome to Women with an F-Tub Mind. I'm your host, Ms. J. Marie. And it's not about awareness anymore. It's about doing the damn thing and ruffling as many feathers as you can. And here, we're about sexual assault, sexual harassment, domestic violence, and the lack of mental health help in our military. And we recognize it's a human issue and not just a specific gender. So just be ready for what we've got to say, because it's time to do the damn thing. Hello, 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 and welcome back to this week's episode. First and foremost, form and foremost, I do apologize for not putting anything out last week. Uh, I <laughs> I had to take a hiatus and take a break mentally from life in general. I just was just going through it. There was nothing really significant going on, and plus then I went on leave, spent a lot of time with family and friends, which was so needed. But look, I'm here to tell you that no matter how strong you think you are, it is okay to not be okay. It is okay to take time for yourself. There is nothing wrong to take care of yourself. Yes, other people need help too, but how are you supposed to help people if you can't help yourself because at the end of the day it's you you're all you got no matter how love and support like people can only take care of you so much but at the end of the day you got to take care of yourself so that's what I did took time off I needed to do it so (laughs) during my time of uh, taking time off it, it was like a big realization of things Like, I went home, and I told people back home about the podcast, and it was really fucking cool because I had this friend, and he's an army vet who I've known has suffered from PTSD, and he's got a lot of, he's got, he's got a lot of things going on in his head, and he, for the first time in six years, opened up to me, not a lot, but the fact that we've been so close and he finally started opening up to me after I was telling him what I was doing. It was, like, so fucking cool. Like, like it brought tears in my eyes because it was, like, in one of those realizations, like, I do what I do. And I don't need any fucking piece of paper or credentials to just be a good fucking person. I'm not in this shit for fucking clout. I don't care. Yes, I've been tied with some big names and, you know, connecting with them, especially this new gig that I just landed, which is so fucking cool thanks to the podcast, but whatever. But it's like, I don't need clout. I don't need famous people to, you know, do the damn thing and helping others. Like, that's, the end of the day, that's what this mission, fuck, one of these days, (laughs) I'll be able to talk. Holy heck. Holy heck. I, I I don't know, man. Shit's fucking cool. And it's like... I'm almost speechless sometimes when I think about, like... How much people fucking suck. But that doesn't change, like, who I am and what I want to do. So with my case... I don't know if you saw my story. There's a case update. If you don't know, if you haven't actually listened been following along... You know, the whole reason why I kicked off the domestic violence platform was because of, you know, my ex putting his hands on me. 
several months ago that's just now starting to maybe make something happen. Um, but yeah, it's weird. You know, I came back from leave all rejuvenated and re-energized and got that text from my lawyer, my VLC, my victim legal counsel, whatever fuck you want to call them. The IG, the inspectors general, the big person that shouldn't even had to been involved if the command just would have done their fucking job, is now opening the case back up and has 30 days to decide how they want to handle it, whether they want to hold my ex accountable, you know, so on and so forth. So it's like, all right, well, I got to the point where I started accepting it. I started accepting this is, it is what it is, you know. I started getting over the feeling of wanting to throw up being in uniform. You know, it's, I, took a really big mental toll for me you know to just be able to move and go to work and you know not feel the way that I felt and then poof the case is back open which is what I wanted 100% what the fuck I wanted IG fucking open it up cool get another pair of eyes on it maybe we'll do the right fucking thing and I hope they do the right fucking thing because if they don't I'm gonna lose my shit you know, I'm, I'm going the route of trying to take care of things the right way. But it's like, guess we'll see if I continue to do things the right way. Talked to my Sergeant Major about creating a policy the right way, the correct way within the Marine Corps. Um, and not getting in trouble. So, like, real me can actually do something instead of having to keep, you know, hiding behind the podcast for now. And he's going to help me. But got to wait for things to calm down with this whole... Afghan relief relief thing. There's my unit is so chaotic right now. It's it's insane. I can't go into details though, obviously. <laughs> but it's like I went and talked to my XO, my battalion XO, and because he's been my voice, he's my voice for CID, ICD, or whatever. I can't even remember the damn terms. It's like the in- incident determination committee that determines whether or not I've talked about this in a couple episodes, but it's to determine whether or not. We, I needed therapy or some type of course, like, creden- not credentials, but, you know, if I needed help, they were going to either volunteer me or, you know, my command said, nope, it's not necessary. And this guy, my, my XO has been fucking awesome and my sergeant major. But the unfortunate part that I found out with talking to them about, you know, the update is we started talking to more details of what went on. And I found out that they weren't even informed in over 75% of the shit that happened that they should have been informed about. My sergeant major looked at me. (laughs) He said, uh, if I knew, (laughs) if I knew a good chunk of that stuff, this case would have been, uh, totally different. Which just goes to show that, you know... My smaller leveled command. (laughs) How fucking shitty. And they just didn't care. Talked about it in my other episodes. But that that was so toxic. And it just proved to me even more. They just didn't fucking care. My Sergeant Major and XO do though. And that's that's enough. But I mean at the same time. (laughs) If I didn't start like. Working for them. 
has been my saving grace at work. It really has. They've been my absolute saving grace. And just the fact of knowing that I can go to them. And that they're helping me when nobody else was. It's really sad though that my like lower leveled command. Like it was the battalion command for them to show that they give a shit. Ironically, I had not done an episode yet for this week. And I got last minute told to do a a sapper training class. First thing that comes out of two dudes mouth when I show up. Not when I show up, I'm sitting there. They show up. They look at the fucking UVA and go, I promise I'm not going to rape anybody. What? And then the UVA just looks at him and he goes, oh yeah? Yeah, and the other one chimes in. He goes, like, yeah, I promise I'm not going to rape anybody. And they go, well, you're not signing my roster. You're going to sit through this class. But why, why is that the first thing fucking Marines say when they show up to a fucking cyber class? And they didn't even talk. I was the only female out of 62 people. I was the only female. Which I don't care. I don't, I don't mind. I work in a very, very, very male-dominant um, unit. Just to put in perspective, out of, let's just say, roughly 500 Marines... There's only 23 of us. I know the exact number on the females just because it's like a holy shit. But it's like a little over 500 in my unit. Which is crazy. Whatever. It is what it is. If you knew what I do, it makes sense. Irrelevant. But yeah. You know, that sapper class, it was like... Like, she... she met, the UVA met well. She's a good... She's a good Marine. She's, she's good. I like her. She brought up a really good point. And I I recorded a whole fucking class. And my dumbass is trying to edit the little parts out. Fucking deleted it. So there's that. That's my, uh, <laughs> whatever. But she brought up a good point. The point was that everybody has that split second thought of, to quote her, to either walk away or, you know, can land you in the brig. A lot of people fail to realize that a lot of women, and you know, sometimes even men, that they just do things just to get it over with. Not because they want to do it, but it's like, do I make that person feel awkward and say, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. Well, how are they going to react when I do that? These are the kind of things that people don't realize. Well, it's not that hard to say no and walk away. I've been there. Many others have been there. So, but y'all ain't ready to talk about that. And one of the other good points, I'm so mad that I I deleted that because there were so many good points that she brought up. Like, there was another one that talked about, like, okay, well, how do you help somebody who's been sexually assaulted but doesn't feel comfortable enough to talk about it? Or what if it's somebody in their command? Why we need to start protecting each other versus just being like, not my problem, out of sight, out of mind, or turning the blind eye, however you want to fucking phrase it. Like, we need to start protecting each other, start knowing the signs. Like, oh, that's my boy. Okay, that girl works with you. Or that guy works with you. 
Now, how are they going to act at work? Then what's going to happen? They're not going to, they're going to be spaced out. They're not going to be working as hard. And then guess what? You have to pick up the slack from it now. Then they get labeled as a shit bag. That is the one thing, the one motherfucking thing that I preach to people and I do myself. If you hear somebody's a shit bag, your first fucking question you should ask is why? What makes them a shit bag? Because one, there's people that label me as a shit bag, even though. I go above and fucking beyond for people in other ways. In in my, you know, in my unit. But when my leg got hurt, when I had my child full time, I couldn't do as much. Granted, the billet I had, the people that were labeling me a shitbag for I couldn't do certain things. My billet that, that I got assigned by the higher ups took me away from that anyways. So the logic never made sense. So it's not like I just wasn't doing my job. I was doing what the command asked me to do. And it wasn't in these people's eyes. The right thing to do. Or not right thing to do. But what they wanted me to do. What the problem was. I got labeled as a shitbag for being treated like an adult. Because I didn't get hazed. Or because I didn't, you know, get hazed enough. To where I needed to sleep with my NCO. So they'd quit hazing me. Yep, that's a true story. Not me, but somebody in my unit that I was working with. Whatever. Why? What makes a shit bag? Now, there are some shit bags. But there is one thing that I've always learned. It's like, nobody's just a shit bag when they join the Marine Corps. Or the military in general. They don't just join. Like, they may join as a shit bag. But let's take it from a Marine's perspective. You hit the fleet. You're so fucking motivated. You're ready to go. There's fucking memes about this shit. Like, they're so ready. Ready to fucking go. Motivated. Like, I want to do this, this, and this, and this. And be like, well, first time. Or you haven't experienced the fleet yet. Just wait. Give it six months. I remember my first day I hit the fleet. And I had an NCO tell me that just be ready. Because this is the most selfish group of people that only care about themselves and will never care about you I'm like "Mm, okay whatever I've had life experience enough to know like know that kind of shit but it's like the military is like a whole different level but like I said there is a reason somebody is a shitbag have you asked them are they okay have they asked them what's going on in their lives or did you just jump into the crowd and talk shit about them because you thought it made it look cool made you look cool but then when those people turned around they were talking shit about you, about something, doing shit in spite of you, or just some other bullshit. Like, I just, it's not that fucking hard to just be a good fucking person. Stop calling people fucking idiots because they don't agree with you. You can agree to disagree. You don't need to end friendships. You don't need to be a fucking dick because they don't believe in your fucking conspiracies or your crazy Nazi nonsense. Like, it's just... I don't know. This is a really random episode. But I needed to just vent. So here I am. Here I fucking am. You know, it's really fucking cool too. Good news. Out of my little shit shows of being emotional after finding out they reopened my case. Oh, yeah. And if people are wondering like, oh, you should be so excited. Because, you know, they might do something. Yeah, but there's also that chance they're going to do nothing. And you know why? Because there's no motherfucking policy. That says they have to do anything. It's up to the abuser's commanding officer. Is it right? Absolutely fucking not. 
but they can get away with that shit because there's no policy. So October is coming up with Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And let me tell you, got some things coming up. I'm about to start ruffling all these motherfucking feathers. Like this, this, like it's always been my focus, but this is going to be my hardcore fucking focus. Because now that things are starting to calm down, you know, even though I'm in school full time, I got this new gig, like, whatever. If you want to know what the new gig is, you got to wait till the end of the episode. So, anyways. Um, (laughs) But, like, one of my biggest things is I'm really, really wanting to hit to create a policy, whether that's DOD-wide or within the Marine Corps. You know, I was actually talking to my one of my lieutenants that I work with today about it, about creating the policy. And he was so astounded and just, like, amazed, not in a good way, but, like, the fact that domestic violence wasn't even considered into the, or wasn't even put in the UCMJ until 2019. He didn't know that. There's a lot of shit that he didn't know. And he goes, well, what the, f-? he said, now it makes sense. I said, yeah, I tried to explain this. This is also the same lieutenant that I called the night that it happened. And I don't know if he's trying to turn a new leaf because he did, like, he's on this big kick right now where he found God. So maybe he's just trying to make amends because he just was a shithead to me. Um, I don't know. But he, like, sat down with me today and we just talked about everything. Yeah, but I hope you guys have enjoyed my rambling and rambling. Got some stuff coming up, some people coming back on. I'm not slacking. I'm not giving up. I just needed to take a hiatus and just do myself like a favor and take care of myself. That was my big thing. Just needed to take care of myself. So kind of doing that, especially, you know, with being in school full time, working full time. Uh, I've got three different projects work is having me do. Um, but if you want to know what my new secret squirrel project is, I am now one of the graphic designers for Irreverent Warriors. Thanks to the podcast. It is so fucking cool, and I'm so excited to be a part of that team. Like, it's so fucking cool. But yeah, I'm going to end on this note with it's okay to not be okay. Sapper training fucking sucks and still needs to be revamped. A lot of things need to be revamped. But that's not going to end. I just... just It's okay to not be okay, no matter how strong you put on. At the end of the day, take care of yourself. Get help. You are not weak if you get help help if you reach out if you talk to somebody no matter your gender your skin race no matter what the end of the day underneath this uniform outside this uniform whatever it is you're a motherfucking human motherfucking human that's what i'm gonna leave you with and i'm jay marie and i got show back women with an f up mind is not dod affiliated or any branch of service We are not endorsed by any of them, even the ones that we serve in. We're just about stating our opinions, talking about the experiences, and just, how stating public records. So I just wanted to make that clear because all we're about is making people uncomfortable, ruffling as many feathers as we can, and, you know, doing the damn thing.